few more things for hard knocks that I have too is um I, I think I have a good one and I okay. think it's gonna be the same one as that what you have. It it's it's a small rant, just keep me rolling off the MRI machine, but you're gonna agree with it. Uh CD Lamb having an quote unquote off the charts training camp. Could you guys let me enjoy Jalen Rager for like one freaking day? Just no. one day. No. <laughs> Chris Hansen here, and I'm going to need you all to take a seat right over there and check out Birds like versus Boys. I think you're completely right here, and I hate it. Yep. Idiots. Stop doing dumb things. I got two phones. Upside alert. Upside alert. I might go insane. I think you're already there. There's no hope. Hope Studio. is gone. If this was an AFC North podcast, we'd be done in 15 minutes. Bob Hope. I'm going to drink bleach that is the team you promised me you were gonna be this year this is the consciously hopeful podcast i'll be watching welcome to episode 71 of birds vs. boys the very relaxed episode aiden is back home in his sister's childhood bedroom i am chilling in the love sack beanbag because i didn't feel like setting up the podcast network tonight Vince is somewhere in his kitchen, I think, but we are here. Um, football is one week closer. We're getting excited. I'm starting to feel it. The Hard Knocks music, every time I hear it, it hits my soul a little bit deeper. I get a little more excited. Aiden, I know you're in the middle of a uh, possible tornado. How, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm alive for now. We'll see how this thing turns out. <laughs> if you hear anything in the background, it's my house being uprooted. Vince was like, uh, this may be a very long recording if uh, with that thunder happening. And I said, yeah. we're really short. I texted before I even got on because I was driving home and I saw the lightning flash. And I was like, ah, that looks like a power outage waiting to happen. It's going to be perfect. What By, a day. Uh, 34 minutes in, it's just going to be me and Vince sitting here talking about Airbud. Yeah, again, Jesus. The golden receiver was the funniest thing ever, but uh, just um, it, and when I was listening back to, it, he's like, "You've never seen Disney's Gridiron Gang, but with The Rock Johnson." I was like, "This fucking guy, unbelievable!" And and the girl from uh, Corey in the house. Yeah, I no, don't even know what that is. No, never heard of it. We're not doing it two weeks. No, nope, not happening. <laughs> All right, um, so a lot going on in the NFL, but I think where we need to start is episode two of Hard Knocks. Obviously, the Cowboys are on Hard Knocks. Um, Hard Knocks is always a massive part of the offseason if you're a football fan, and even more when your team is involved, and my team is involved, and your most bitterly hated team is involved. So we're involved. <laughs> we're involved. <laughs> like an old bitter couple, yes. we are involved one way yeah. or another. <laughs> we're here. And I so I did – I can't – I can't watch live. I, I can't. I'm, I'm old. I can't stay up till eleven o'clock. If I if I try and get in bed at like eleven fifteen after the episode, my wife will murder me because she's probably already. And then I'm gonna wake her up, and then that's just a disaster. So I hold the episode, and I, I just I watch it Wednesday, which I'm fine with. You? I watch it raw. I raw okay. dog it right at ten o'clock when it comes out. Okay. Um, it's uh. It, it this was a this was a very solid episode hard knocks episode like this was hard knocks to a t yeah everything that happened in it is just like a classic hard knocks script yep so i i did the same thing we did last week and i i just i literally just like wrote oh, down yeah. notes I think like i i wrote down more notes than last week and i think they make less sense yes so and i'm some of these I'm, are pretty good notes <laughs> I'm really excited about the first thing i wrote down and i i want to see if you have a very a similar no. Okay. Was it from the? Is it in chronological order? Sort of, I think. But I did it at the Mine end of the two. episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think the first one is kind of just like an over overarching theme. Um, everything said with a British accent just sounds cooler. Okay, I had a, a lot of a lot of the stuff I had in here was about the 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 defensive line coach with the British accent. So, um, such a hard knocks thing because. I, I knew it was coming where I was watching it with my parents and they, they were talking about the accent. I was like, I wonder where he's from. And I was like, I know hard knocks. I know in two minutes, we're, we're going to know where he's from. Yeah. And then it said, then they sit him down. He's like, I was born in London. I played in NFL Europe. And I was like, like that is HBO. I yep. know you. I'm on to you. 
as soon as as soon as they HBO found out this dude had an inkling of a British accent, they're like, get in the room right now. Guy, Sit down. Yeah. You, we want to know your story. We're gonna put an entire episode around you, which they which they did. I mean, the over art, the over thing, like theme of this was like Ben Denucci and the defensive line. Yes. Wait, I was about to say this was the Ben Denucci episode. That was the first thing I wrote down. I t- Mike McCarthy had to have paid them, been like, listen, we need to pump up the nooch here. Cause he loves Ben DiNucci because it's like his uncle's mailman's sister's son or something. They're both from Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania guys. He drafted them in the seventh round for no fucking reason. He stinks. Um, but Mike McCarthy wants to prove that he's good. And you could tell, like in the games in practice, he's always like, come on, nooch, let's go, DiNucci. Come on, Nooch. I'm like, fuck. So he was like, listen, Hard Knocks, um, we need a whole episode about this guy. It definitely seemed that way. Anytime it starts with the guy, you're like, all right, he will be a recurring theme. And he was in like, he was in most of the scenes. Now, part of that is Dak's not playing. So when they show a preseason game, obviously Dak's not going to be there. But I love the uh, the heroic comeback in the, in the preseason game that led to their one and only touchdown. And the biggest play was a screen pass. Yeah, and 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 a uh, sidearm throw touchdown when he didn't have to throw it sidearm. He's always like I feel like he's, he's just, very he's good like, at sidearm, but well, for no reason. I think he just like watches Patrick Mahomes and is like he looks cool doing that. So or, I'm or do Matthew that. Stafford, he yes. went, they had the joint practice with the Rams, mm-hmm. and he was like that guy. He has it all figured out. I, I love um, too with Danucci when he was playing against Micah in uh in chess and so our great guy scene, jeff by the way oh phenomenal great scene kavanaugh jeff kavanaugh from 105.3 one of our good friends who has been on the show he is not a ben denucci guy at all so i've seen from the tweet <laughs> did you see his tweet he tweeted in quotes you're not even good micah parsons to ben denucci and then was like dot 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 he's talking about chess but whatever <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that tweet, but that's actually really funny. Also, very Michael moment to just be like, I didn't lose. I just didn't win because of myself. Yeah, he's like, I outsmarted <laughs> like, myself. You're, you're not even good. I just let you win by accident. He uh the the chessboard, I text you immediately. The the chessboard with his name engraved on the side. And like you I don't know if you saw from the one angle, there was like from the top and on the floor you could see. Like he had like a foam box where each piece goes into. I'm like, this dude takes his chest seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like one of those competitive things now. I love that the uh, the Cowboys have become the chess players of the NFL. Yeah, Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Have you um have you ever played chess? Yeah, I used to play it when I was younger. I feel like I would need a refresher on the rules. It's a great game. It's just not the group of guys I would expect to play. Um, I guess that's what brings a football locker room together, though. Yeah. The backup quarterback and Ben DiNucci and like a rookie linebacker like Micah and like well, commonality is chess. Who would have thought? But it's pretty cool, actually. It is. Um, so I loved seeing the the intenseness of the joint practices. Like I, I don't understand how all of these just don't end in big brawls. I wait. I I have that written down. I was like, is every is, is, is every joint practice just an excuse for two teams to fight each other so they don't fight themselves and get yeah. some two people injured instead of one? Yeah, just like, uh, and they made such a big deal about the con. Like Connor Williams was getting his teeth kicked in by Aaron Donald all game. He made one one play where he threw him to the ground, and it was like he turned into fucking Hercules. Can we pump the brakes who, like a little bit? Who would ever fight that guy? Who? Yeah, would, I, why were you starting a fight with Aaron Donald? For what reason? Too, you're in practice. Like I don't, I don't know. I really do like the practices. I, I, everything I've heard and seen, teams get more out of that than they do preseason games. But at the same time, it's 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 nerve wracking. Well, we talked about it last week when you asked me about the joint practices. Most of the time, you're going to know the plays that are coming mm-hmm. when you're playing the same defense day after day. After Mojo day, moment. They're practicing the same plays. Thank God they didn't go back to that. Oh, Another point that I wrote down. Is that the coaching was way better this time? Yes. they were actually coaching and not just dropping f bombs. Yep, Mike McCarthy actually... 
Refreshing. was not as much of a douche this practice. He or is still not. the most the corniest, like most unrelatable, sociably awkward guy. That conversation between him and Cliff Kingsbury, which was just like full of like buzzwords and short talk, yeah, was just awful. Just yeah. awful. Kingsbury's like, like uh huh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like House Ford. Oh, he's doing well. Yeah. What like, you know? He's just <laughs> he's just working working hard, and he just wants to. He wants to just keep working. You know, we got to hold him back. We, we got to hold him back from hurting himself. You know, you know, he's doing good though. So, oh my god, it was like watching two pieces of plain bagels talk to each other. And he looks so fat when it's, when he was next to Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff I was Kingsbury, like, yeah, whoa. I think Cliff Kingsbury, no matter what the Cardinals do, he's always going to have a year extra of a lifeline yeah. if they're bad because of how cool he looks. Yeah, can you imagine just being him like? Waking up every morning, looking in the mirror, and being like, "Yep, yep." He's never really won anywhere he went. No, like, he's Texas never Tech been good. wasn't that good. Oh, <laughs> and I mean, Did... I know he's in charge of the offense, and they scored fifty a week in, in the defense. But didn't he have 60. Patrick Mahomes, and they didn't win anything? Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes was good, um, but, but he... maybe that may I don't know. Oh, you could make the take that Cliff Kingsbury made Patrick Mahomes. Oh, watch out! Andy I can't believe Reed. no one has jumped on that take yet. Yeah, right. Um. Surprise! Uh, who's the guy that's getting fired from ESPN's first take? Max Kellerman. Yeah, surprise he hasn't. Uh, yeah, I guess we're in there then. Yeah. Hey, put this on ESPN. Put it on the bottom line. <laughs> Birds versus boys says Cliff Kingsbury made me Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know how they do like system quarterbacks, and it's always like who who is really responsible, Brady or Belichick? Mm-hmm. Who's really responsible for Patrick Mahomes? Is it? Patrick Mahomes, or was it Cliff Kingsbury six years ago? <laughs> it was Cliff Kingsbury six years ago. Um, one thing that I'm, I guess I'm a little, I don't want to say disappointed, but like there's a lack of storylines so far. Like they, they tried though. You yeah, can they're tell trying. They're getting into more with, with Kamara, Kamara and his family. Yep. Yes. That was great. Also, another hard knocks thing that you knew was coming. As soon as he was getting, uh, reamed out in practice by the coaches and struggling in the joint practice, you knew his, uh, let's call it his mojo moment yeah. was coming. Yes. <laughs> like you just knew that he was going to make some game saving play with dramatic music coming in the background. Yep. Like he just saved everybody from the Titanic single handedly. As but soon then, as he was getting beaten down in practice, you knew it was going to happen. But then dun, dun, it's taken away from him. <laughs> then it's taken away, but it shouldn't have been. That is so lame that a false oh. start just stops that. Because and know, then he gets held too defense. later. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Just, his mom though was was so adorable. Like and oh, she was like loved it. dress like she was going to a gala. She, yeah, like that dress she had on was unbelievable. Sitting there and I mean, it's a great story. Um, but he has zero chance of making this team. <laughs> well, he was practice squad last year. I'm sure they'll yeah. probably keep him yeah. in the same similar role. He is undersized. When I saw him the oh. first time, and then they were like, wait, defensive end? And I was like, yeah. are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you sure it's not like linebacker safety? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, speaking of, of linebackers, I, I'm i all in. I am all in on Micah. He's going to be yeah. pro bowler, Funny. Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer. <laughs> Me Get too, the gold jacket 20, going now. Since 2017. <laughs> Fucking start making the bust right now. Mold the gold, put the little earring there, yes, and and fit his jacket because dude wants to make every play. I'm sure Stephen AJ Smith was not happy when he was kind of upset that he wanted to stay in the game again, talking to the coach. But guess what, Stephen AJ Smith, the kid just wants to play. I have a quote that he had in the show. He said, "I don't got to talk about it. I be about it." And that was after he made a tackle during the the uh, preseason game. Yep. And I would just like to know whether it's you, Kevin, or the audience, where should I get that tattooed on my body? <laughs> I want it on your, on your hamstring hamstring. I think yep. we could do that right in the hamstring. I don't have I lo- to talk about it. I'd be about it. And then and I, I love it. He was like Michael Parsons. He was just like doing the shoulder tattooed. shrug too. When he was said, he's like, just be about it. I don't got to talk about it. I just be about it. That's my next oh. tattoo, including from, from Michael Parsons. Oh, God. So we're talking about linebackers here. Can I go into like a little Jalen rant as we're in the hard knocks thing? Or yeah, go ahead. I think I have one one small rant 
about somebody else in the team. So you go first, and then I'll do mine. Well, Mine's fake. Okay. So I have a I have a lot to say here. First of all, did you see in Hard Knocks the video when Micah held up the receiver, held him there? Keanu Neal ripped the ball out and recovered the fumble. Correct. Yeah. Those two guys made the play. Nobody else. Okay. The defense does what NFL defenses do nowadays when there's a turnover and they run to the end zone as a group. For now. Yeah, for now. That better not turn into taunting. They run to the end zone. They do their thing. Jalen Smith gets there and literally Heisman forearms DeMonte KZ out of the screen so he can big dog in the front when he did fucking Nothing. Not saying KZ had anything to do with the play either, but to take one of your teammates and literally remove him from the screen so then you can be in the middle of the spotlight, bro, it's done. This breaks my heart because if if you don't know me, have you been under a rock or welcome <laughs> to the show, I am the worst human being possible when it comes to sports. Yes, Thank I love the Dallas man. Cowboys. Yes, I am a I am a a Yankees fan, and I also love the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. If you can see that right there, love them to death. Okay, so I loved Jalen Smith when he was in college. He was a baller. He was great for Notre Dame. He looked so good in that number nine. Then he gets hurt, breaks my heart. Okay, I felt so bad for him. And then Michael Irvin comes out. Second round, Dallas Cowboys like Jalen Smith. And I had goosebumps all over my body, all over, head to toe. So excited. Works his way back. There's workout videos. He's got the drop foot, but he's competing. He's going to be an animal, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts to play, and he, he looks good. And then it's not his fault that he got paid, okay? Jerry and Steven decided to give him the contract because he asked, they were giving out money. It's not his fault. But he literally got paid off two plays that he made. In his, the, the hit on Alvin Kamara in that game that the Cowboys beat the Saints on the sideline, which probably should have been helmet-to-helmet targeting hit, if we're going to be fair. And then the play in the end zone where he kept uh, Deshaun Watson from getting in the end zone. Those are basically the two plays he made where everybody went nuts that he got paid off. Look, bro, you aren't good anymore, okay? (laughs) You're not going to play 90% of the snaps anymore. I don't know if you heard this, but he said, look at the tape. When people were criticizing him recently, look at the tape. The coaches know. I think that's the problem is we are looking at the tape. (laughs) Jay, when I'm talking to you now, the coaches watched the tape, okay? And that's why... They signed free agent Keanu Neal to play linebacker. And that's why they drafted Micah Parsons. Your position. Because they watched the tape. And it's not good. You're done. Okay? It's, I mean, what we're seeing with Micah and Keanu Neal and Jabril Cox and even Leighton Vander Esch, who's been flying around. Cox. I'm having trouble hearing you. Thank you. I'm an Apple Watch guy, if anybody didn't know. <laughs> so it's I, I'm just I'm so I'm so done. He'll he'll make a tackle 15 yards down the field, and then he does the swipe thing. It's just I I it breaks my heart because I used to love him, and now I just wish he would have got drafted to the Bengals or something, and I would have never had to Oh, have, that's mean. Well, I just then I never would have had to worry about him not being good in the league. Now this, it pains me. It hurts me that I have to hate him, but I hate him. Go fucking sell cryotherapy and sunglasses. <laughs> hey, um, this this does feel like it's coming to an end. It has but to. But I, I was going to say it has to. He, he's like very clearly the odd man out. Like they, they've tried to improve the linebacker position by drafting going to free agency. Um, it sucks because it's like, Oh, play in the bowl game for the glory of your team. Like, well, don't actually do that because then you'll in five years, your entire fan base will hate you because you can't really run anymore. He is. That's what he should do. 
he should retire from football and go around giving speeches to college players about not playing in meaningless games. That actually wouldn't be the worst idea of business plan is to have an advisory board of former players talking to these top college kids, especially with the new NIL thing. Yep. Like if they just went and like some kid in at Notre Dame now, yep. like, like if Jeremiah Usu Karamoa needed advice, he could like talk to Jalen Smith, mm-hmm. you know? And Jalen's like, like now listen, you could, you uh, could do that. Don't do it. Yeah. Be like, uh, Please just do not play in that stupid bowl game. Don't play against Alabama. It won't help you at all. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I think that actually would be a good business plan. When that happens in the future, I would like to be credited with that plan. Together. We, together. We're going to. Together. Yeah. Again, you, look at this. We're just making, board. we're making Sports Center highlights just. If all you night put tonight. a microphone in front of me long enough, I will come up with a business plan that will probably make a million dollars, but somebody has to act on it because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to put it together. I'm a big picture guy. No. Big. Wait, hold on. Speaking of big picture things, um, MRI machines. I know this oh. is way off track. They Just the worst. Death. The, the, no, one, no one explained to me when I had to do this that they sound like you mentioned. It's like Chernobyl. Yeah, like for 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No one warned me of that. Everything sounds like an emergency. Everything sounds like the Taliban have nuclear missiles aimed right at us and they're trying to the government's trying to warn. And they're like, do not move. Well, that's the fun. Okay, so that's the funniest part of mine, because my I am I realized today that I am incapable of completing the smallest tasks. She told me you cannot move. You have to stay still. It is imperative that you stay still. So my brain immediately was like, you have to sneeze. And I was like, no, God, please no. And I had like a tickle in my throat. So I was like, okay, I have to cough. So I got to figure out how to cough. So I was like, I can't move my body. So I'll just like try to like fit up and just go and just try not to move and just move my throat. That didn't work very well. It just made me have to cough more. And I also, so I chose the most, awkward position possible to be completely still and i'll see if i can show it off on camera for people listening so i had a great chest day yesterday doesn't feel as good in the position that i chose because for some reason i decided to like cradle myself with my arms underneath my armpits except for the emergency button which is like why do you you have an emergency button everything sounds like an emergency in that machine and i i had it like this and for some reason i just like was so I, well, I was so worried of the sounds of this nuclear meltdown that was happening in this room that I was so tight that I literally just like I, I think I strained both pec muscles because of just how I was hugging myself. So you were like, like, like I put myself in a straitjacket, like an insane person, which you is were probably like the, on brand. You were like the Saturday Night Live. Remember, the, or were you too young for this? The uh, cheerleaders, or she'd be like this. She'd smell her fucking armpits no. all the time oh vince you gotta find that she would be like nervous and always like this she'd be, and she's oh that's exactly how you were sitting but yeah you but you're lucky you didn't have to be fully in when i had the two my mris last year on my shoulder i was in the tube thing was this close to me it's i guarantee you louder in there and i had to were you wearing a mask i had to wear a mask in there too i did wear a mask yeah which made it I mean, I'm not anti-mask at all. Either is Aiden. It's fine. I agree with wearing masks, but it's just uncomfortable when you're in that tube and you have to wear the mask. It's uncomfortable when you have to cough. Yeah. Oh God. Like I had to in the machine. Yeah, I wouldn't get in the. I wouldn't get the whole way in there. There's so no. That, way. So, I've seen every final destination. There's no chance I'm getting in that thing the whole way. Oh yeah, I was all the way in. So now, so yeah. now you know what what Doc has gone through the last couple of weeks and last week. Yeah. When he had, now I think they should be more worried and more concerned. <laughs> what a stupid tweet. Now that I've been in an MRI machine, I realize how insane it is that they told us not to worry about him being in that machine. I no wish you were that thing. I oh, wish you were no, an NFL shit. player and you were on like the podium. Like you played for the Eagles. And they're like, so Aiden, how'd your MRI go? And then you just went off about the machine and nothing about the injury. That would be me. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I'd I'd be I'd have the most spice of any athlete because yeah. they'd want to know how like my grueling shoulder injury is and if I can uh, play this Sunday and I'd be like, have you guys ever been one of those death traps? <laughs> and and what? had to sneeze. Yeah, 
I had to sneeze immediately. It's not even allergy season. They probably think I have COVID now. Oh, <laughs> like God. my brain kept telling me to cough. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, a few more things for hard knocks that I have too is um, I, I think I have a good one, and I okay. think it's going to be the same one as that. What you have. It, it's it's a small rant to just keep me rolling off the MRI machine, but you're going to agree with it. Uh, CD Lamb having an quote-unquote off-the-charts training camp. Could you guys let me enjoy Jalen Rager for like one freaking day? Just no. one day? No. <laughs> the one hand? No. No. Because I, I have that clip. I have that written down. How Again, we've said this before. How the hell did the NFL let the Cowboys get him at 17? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was sold the minute that he played Texas. Not that Texas can tackle anyone or do anything of positivity on a football field these days. But I knew that kid was destined for greatness. And knowing he now that he's like such a dog guy, like he's like, I really miss my dogs. I was like, oh my God. I love it. Oh, and he has a golden more. doodle. Yeah. He's living my best life. That's yeah. exactly what I want. And like a Siberian Husky. I was like, that, and then, if I had two dogs, I'd probably would be what I would do. He's like, oh yeah, my brothers are at the house too. I um, guess I'm excited to see them too. Also, hilarious packed like 60 shoes. Oh, yeah. Like, but you can't even, you don't even leave that facility. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're just walking around. That was fun on episode one when they were all on the bikes and they were just biking around. I was like, that, yeah, that looks, yeah, like a good Cali time. hipsters, the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Uh huh. That's, that's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean, CD's just, I, that again, I said it last week too. The catch in the end zone in the corner, the one hand, it was great. But, I mean, if if you watch the angle they showed on episode two when they're showing him, clearly the ref is in the back going incomplete. Like, yeah, and he was, like immediately puts his head down, like he doesn't celebrate. Yeah, because he knew, but everybody yeah. else is like going nuts. Even Micah was like, "Dude, that catch was stupid," and it was, but it wouldn't be a touchdown in a game. Well, I know one person who got both feet in when they made their one-handed hmm. touchdown reception. So Julio Reger, the momentum swings back to our side, baby. <laughs> Um, so these are these are four things that I'm I'm questioning about hard knocks. Um, again, said this last week. Where is Boss Man Fat? Where's the rapper? Like I, they, where is he? I will say this: they they focus. It was almost like they focused position groups. I would not be yeah, shocked. We've seen yeah. enough. Episode yeah. three or four, he'll be on. Because I need I need and I have three. Actually, all of them are in the. I want Boss Man Fat and the Sean Wright. Trayvon Diggs, and I, we need to start seeing some Malik Hooker. Well, they're on the same p- position group, so you exactly. know what they're going to so, do next week. Is like We've been inside the defensive line room multiple times in two weeks, so I guarantee we'll be like quarterback safeties, and we'll, we'll travel around. We'll yeah. get there. Yeah, it's like we, uh, and Mario. You know, you just hop mm-hmm. from thing to thing with Yoshi. Bing, bing, bing. That, yeah. I got to tell you, though, when that music starts kicking and that announcer starts talking in the beginning of Hard Knocks, it just... Oh, I thought you meant Mario. I was like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Boss mate. Yeah. Jeff Cavanaugh is absolutely phenomenal when he just he tweets during live practices. Like, cause the Cowboys, some practices have been streaming their live practices on TV um or online. And he'll just tweet random things that happen. Just Boss Man entered INT. He he's falling in love with with Calvin Joseph's Boss Man Fat too. So um very excited about that. The only um, the only downfall, they, and they didn't show it in Hard Knocks, which I was, I guess maybe they didn't know, but um, was the Neville Gallimore injury. Is Aiden frozen? Oh, no. <laughs> you looked like you were frozen for a second. No, I'm here. I'm, I was waiting to hear what you said. Yeah, the, the, suspense. the Neville Gallimore injury. So our def- second-year defensive lineman who is supposed to be um, a key piece to this defensive line this year, uh, the Canadian fella, he dislocated his elbow making a play where he was actually making the play being held and then made the tackle with his arm that he dislocated the elbow. So he's going to be out. I think they said six to eight weeks. So that would put him probably with the time frame here, probably back like week four, miss like three, maybe four weeks. So that's going to hurt, but everything we're hearing um, about Odigizua, the rookie that they drafted out of UCLA, is that uh, they can't stop him at practice, and he feels like an absolute animal. 
And he even he even said, I just I need to hold it down until Gallimore gets back, which which I love. And they've been playing a lot more Brent Urban in the middle. Uh the veteran that they got from the Bears, who is massive. He's like six eight. So uh I think they have the depth to hold on without Gallimore. It's not like they're they're missing, you know, an all all world beater, but um that was that was an when upsetting. did the injury when did the injury happen during the arizona game oh that might be why uh how about the turnaround time of just like that game was friday and yep. that was out tuesday at 10 o'clock i know show. that's it's unreal. wild yeah the, the the work that goes in is just the amount yeah, of cameras they have it's not like they're tweeting out a clip. Like they're all yeah. like footage that they had from that game is unreal. And they have to piece to it together, together perfectly, and then put mm-hmm. the music over it, and then the find to fit the interviews in there, and then have the guy talk over it. It's just the production is just incredible. I'm I'm sure they have five million hours of film that they have to cut down into one hour too. Yep. So it's insane. It is. Um, and then last couple things for the Cowboys. Lyle Collins um, left practice on Wednesday. Um, he stayed on the field during practice, wasn't like carted off the field, wasn't brought to the locker room. So doesn't seem like it's going to be anything too serious. And Mike McCarthy has said again that Dak, quote unquote, probably won't play in the preseason. He had already said that if he doesn't play this weekend in week three, yeah, week three, technically week two, but week three for them in the preseason. He's not going to play in the last game, um, which no shit. So Brian Broadus from 105.3 The Fan has been saying he's been at practice. He's seen Dak throwing. He's not throwing a lot, but he thinks that they're they're having him throw a lot in closed areas where people aren't seeing because they don't want every single throw of his to be scrutinized. And I mean, who cares what it, you know, it, if you have some, some sort of suspense that you can hold against Tampa going into week one, like with them possibly thinking like, oh, maybe he can't throw, but he is fine. Why not? We don't need to know. Uh, yeah, I, was, it, I would, I would definitely trend along that same strategy of just being like, uh, throw indoors because mm-hmm. we're on, we're on the front page of ESPN every single day anyway. So who cares? Mm-hmm. Just throw it indoors. We got enough cameras around here with hard knocks. We don't yep. need any more. We're just fine. I don't think it affects Tampa Bay at all as no. the defending champs. Their no. front seven is, un- is unreal, and yep. their offense is going to put up points. So I don't think they care who's on the field. They're just no. going to go after it. So just, yeah, just keep them locked up and indoors. Oh, and the uh, the Cowboys cut a wide receiver with the last name Eagles. Knew that guy had no shot of making the team at all. Um, and I do think now, I was a little down on him last week, but he performed well in practice. He performed very well in the Arizona game. Uh, Semi Fajoko, the fifth round wide receiver pick out of Stanford, I do no. believe is going to make this team. I think he's going to no. be the sixth receiver. It's going to be the top three, right? It's going to be Amari, Gallup, CD Lamb. I think Noah Brown will be the four. Probably Cedric Wilson is your five. And then I think it's going to be Semi Fajoko is the six. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. He is not JJ. I have, has there been a JJ Ortega Whiteside sighting yet? Uh yes. Uh, yeah, the other day, which was hilarious. He cooked some uh, Patriots cornerback. Which what are the Patriots cornerbacks doing? Because they apparently had an awful week. They are. Just... And I know this because even even the Patriots reporters were like, uh, "Not our best work." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even. Um... Uh, what's his name? Your for the the Green Goblin was coming out saying saying a lot of glowing things about the receivers for the Eagles, being like, "Yeah, it's good to see those young guys putting the work in." Yeah, well, I mean, they're used to torching him in practice, so that was it's nothing true. new. It probably they probably fell back into a comfort zone seeing him lined up across from them. Quiz Watkins against Jalen Mills. I wonder who's winning that foot race. But Very I think fast. they might have Jalen playing safety now. So. Um, he he was not the one having the the worst week of his life. It was no. these other young corners that they have, and obviously Stephon Gilmore. It, you know they're not really putting him out there like that. No. Uh, so they have uh, everybody like butt him out there, and they're just getting cooked. So here's things that we know through preseason that we know are true. Jalen Rager is Julio Jones, and then Quez Watkins is Tyreek Hill, and we know these to be fact and true. And I knew the Julio thing, Julio Reger thing, since last year I should have stuck to my guns. 
I am every time he makes a catch, I'm like, you know what? This kid might do it. I, just when I'm out, he sucks me back into this. If he scores a touchdown week one, it, it is over. It is a tidal wave of positivity coming his way. I need you in his jersey by week two then. I should buy it. I should buy it. You should. Um, I need it by week one. I actually thought about this during this week. Uh, I had one jersey. I was a Carson Wentz jersey, and Ooh. I bought tickets for the first game of the season. So I so don't you, know you, what to wear. Uh, when do the when do the jerseys from it's August eighteenth yep. right now, so I have until September twelfth. I think it is. You we could probably go to like Models. Yeah, but that's for a hundred dollars. I don't th- I don't trust these guys enough to spend a hundred dollars yet. Like some yeah. of these training camp videos have been pretty cool, mm-hmm. but they haven't been like spend a hundred dollars cool. They're like spend twenty nine ninety nine and have it shipped on a boat from China. Cool. So you don't have you don't have any like throwback jerseys like a Brian Dawkins or anything. No, I had a Wentz regular jersey. I had a Wentz rugby hoodie. Um, I have a lot of Eagles clothes, but they're all winter stuff. I'm yep. going to the deep south where it'll be 95 degrees. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, kind of out of options. Oh. Yeah, um, you may have to order. Yeah, I, I'm like in a weird time frame where I'm like, ah, will I get from the boat from China? So, like, okay, you order a jersey. Give me your top three jerseys that you would purchase right now as an Eagles fan. Oh, this is, this is good. So just players on the team right now, mm-hmm. not throwback yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, Devonte Smith. Cause they can't cut him anytime soon. Yep. You, you got to think that way. I would say Miles Sanders, but like, I don't know with running backs last year. I would have said yes. Now, not so sure. Ah, oh, I really just like, don't associate with any of these players. I have That's one great. for you. I, okay. We'll see. Um, probably Dallas Goddard in terms of like guys who will be here for a while, but I don't really like he's cool. Would have been great if he caught that pass against the Lions week three. Um, who else, man? Well, Jalen Hurts, yeah, but uh, did, did you see um that Deshaun Watson is talking to the FBI now? Yes, I was thinking about that because Jalen Hurts came into my brain. Uh, and I have a point on Jalen Hurts in a second. Um, and then who else? Uh, probably Riger. I've just, you know, I'm attached to this boat and I've got to go with it. You want to know who I think you should get? Who? Landon Dickerson. Yeah, probably. No, no, no. That See, I, I am not the body type for anyone watching at home. <laughs> yeah. You... I, I, I'm just like not the body type for like wearing a center and offensive guard, like 69 Dickerson jersey. Like those are the but kids. That's a good who, jersey. Who like the college was never on the table and they work construction and they've been yeah. drinking Keystone Light and smoking cigarettes since they were 14. I'm not going to say this... what I'm going to say. <laughs> they have the same lunch every day and it's like three turkey ham and cheeses all combined together and two cigarettes and then a sweet tea from mcdonald's and they've had or the wah-wah. same meal and or then wah-wah. they are yeah they've had wawa no wawa sizzly two for four for breakfast is what they've had every yep. single day for their entire life yep and they're those they're those guys that you see like when you're driving and they're like eating their lunch at like 10 30 because they've yes. been working since 4 30 yes and then uh, they show up at the game they're wearing one of the pants that they wore to work that week so there's like mm-hmm. paint and all other shit on them yep. tim's and then a landon dickerson jersey yep. and that just like i have the utmost respect for those guys and the way that they drink but i'm just not the body type that like you gotta know who you are as a person and, and that's just not me Devonte smith would look good on me because we are the same body type <laughs> tall and skinny tall and skinny yep that's uh-huh. it. Uh, that now, that that description that you just put for those guys is it's exactly what it is. It's mostly a lot of Jetro lot is what that looks like. Yes. Great great tailgate scene. Um, I yeah. played two so years. I, varsity. varsity. <laughs> Remember how that kid looked? It was pretty yeah. stocky. <laughs> he, he can and, rock a Landon Dickerson jersey. In in Invincible, the guy who says that quote. Is literally Tony Luke's cheesesteaks. <laughs> that is a Landon Dickerson guy if I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, Philly. Unreal. Uh, I would say Jalen Hurts, but, you know, like, we don't know yet. I didn't have great luck last time I bought a <laughs> Eagles yeah, quarterback, quarterback jersey. Yeah, I would just wait. 
So, but it does seem like people are coming around on him. And it's just been so funny where last week we had, uh, what's the woman's name on FS1? She was giving that rant. And I was like, everyone was like, what are you talking about? Where with how the Eagles were a poorly run organization, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to disagree with, mm-hmm. but the reasoning, I was like, what are you talking about? Because they didn't name Hertz as QB1. But if you took like 15 minutes to read, he takes every single snap as QB1. He came yeah. into the game as QB1. I don't know what she's talking about. Fast forward a week. And Vince, if you can have this tweet pulled up, I sent it to the Birds vs. Boys Twitter today. Uh, we went from, is Jalen Hurts QB1 in, in Philadelphia? To, are we sleeping on the Philadelphia Eagles as a team? I've seen multiple podcasts refer to the Eagles as uh, possibly winning the division this year. So, we've done it. It took long enough. Usually, it's within the first few days of camp. But but it, it took a few weeks this year. It took one preseason game. We are here. We've talked us into a double-digit win season where we win a division. We're back, baby. All the way back. We're, good to be back. Good to be back. I wish we should just go into one season with no expectations. It, It'll it never just, happen. It, trust me. It, we'll, we'll be so much better off mentally. But it will never happen because those guys wearing Landon Dickerson jerseys eating Wawa Sizzlies are just – they get pulled back in so quick. I know. I know. I'm watching everyone – everyone around me is getting it. It's like watching a zombie apocalypse happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. there's a few people who have it. And then it spreads. Now yep. everyone is – their brains are consumed. That's what it looks like. Yep. Guys, let's just go with low expectations, you know? It's like the Philly vid. So yeah, so this was the screenshot last week. Wasn't why hasn't Jalen Hurts been named the starting QB yet? There's Look no at their rush. faces. We're not just there. Yeah, God, I hate both of them. <laughs> so that's uh, and then this week, are we overlooking the Eagles? ESPN's Tim McManus says Jalen Hurts was the best QB at Eagles joint, pa- Patriots joint practice. So it took one week for us to go from Jalen Hurts is a scrub who shouldn't be in the NFL to Jalen Hurts is leading us to the division win. Get ready. Here we go. We're back. This, I mean, this is great for us. Love this. Thank yeah, you. I, I, the best thing you want to do always is fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. We should not, we should, I, I hate that the national media discovered that we existed again. Yeah. Go back to pretending we don't exist. I, Dak Shoulder needs a third MRI. Go into the crazy machine. Go in the nuclear missile machine. <laughs> go back, go back to just Cowboys segments all day long. Yes, please. No, no. I love not this. Us. Leave I us love alone. this. I love this hype. It makes me so excited. Keep keep hyping the Eagles train, please. I uh, I, I'm I'm happy for the receivers because I think Nick Sirianni is actually doing a good job with them, and I, it's just nice to see that people are being coached. Yep. You look at their footwork and you're like, okay, someone actually taught them how to do something. So that's nice. Um, now there is one team. I feel like the Eagles are being hyped up a little bit right now. There's one team in the division that is not being hyped up. Because, as we know, they are gigantic frauds. They are a poverty franchise. They're an embarrassment to the NFL. They're an embarrassment to the United States. And really, um, they might have been the reason for the fall of Afghanistan. We don't know. That could be the association there. Is there they caused COVID, possibly? Yes. Also, the pandemic, all of it. It could all be their fault. No one has, no one has said otherwise, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No one said, hey, New York Giants' existence isn't the reason why the yep. Taliban regained afghanistan yep so do you want to talk on their inept offense or should we just get skip straight to their uh owner yeah I, part of the competition committee talking about the new taunting rules I, I i'm so upset about this that i don't even want to talk about it oh, oh i'll talk about it <laughs> I, it's just like what year does he live in? Does he not remember what happened this past year and what we've all been through? And we've sat in our fucking houses and people have been miserable and depression is at an all-time high. People need a release. Football is a release. The NFL is a release. We want it to be fun. Let these players have fun. No one gives a shit if they're celebrating except yeah. old white men like him. That's what I'm saying. People like you and I and the common fans, like that's not going to offend us. But these old white guys, billionaire, out of touch person like John Mara is going to be offended by it. This is what I'm saying. We shouldn't let old white people make the rules for anything, whether it's 
sports competition committees, the government, anything. They shouldn't be allowed to make any rules ever, whether it's taunting or just like voting. Afghanistan. Nothing. Yeah. None of it. Don't want to hear about them at all because you're going to have the wrong opinion and it's not going to be associated to the common person and what they want. Is there an overwhelming taunting issue in the NFL? Because I don't, I can't think of it. I mean, like, don't rip the chain off of Michael Crabtree. Like, that, okay, bad. But also, this goes back to Speaking of, real quick, that was the funniest uh, Delta variant thing I saw was my fall plans, and it was a gold chain, and it said the Delta variant. (laughs) And it was. We, wait, to we, leave. Didn't t- we didn't touch on this, but Aki Tlaib and Gus Johnson are going to be in the booth for a that's few weeks. Just, I, I know you didn't like Tlaib, I but didn't. please tell me that's not going to be electric. Yes. I will watch those games just to listen to those two. Oh, God. Hopefully he's tuned it in a little bit. I mean, it's not going to be like Cowboys uh, no, uh, no. Bucks week one, but like it'll be funny when it's like uh, yep. Cardinals playing. Bengals. The, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a 425 game. Yep. Where it's like Chargers are playing the Broncos. Like, who uh-huh. cares? Let them have fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, he came out and he's like, "Oh, um, this is the same guy that was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of um, telling my golf golf buddies asking me why we suck so much as the Giants. So that's why I went out and got a bunch of free agents. And now he's the guy that like Mike Tomlin is on this same committee, the competition committee. There's no way a dude like Mike Tomlin." Who openly talks shit during games to players is okay with this. Uh, his players were doing TikTok dances on the logos at every stadium last year. They're doing a world concert tour of TikTok dances on the Bengals logo. Like I, I don't, I, I just I I get it. It's not a new rule. It's just a point of emphasis. But but the point every, of emphasis is just going to be miserable. Every time they do a point of emphasis, it backfires. The pass interference thing, point of emphasis, backfire. Like every the, the catch rule, point of emphasis, backfire. Yep. The, like every time they do Guys this, uh, roughing the passer. Remember the roughing the passer thing? Oh yeah. Where like if you contacted the quarterback, like you get you, it was an automatic fifteen yards, yep. and we had those insane penalties. Every time they do a point of emphasis, they screw it up. They should just put. 12 guys who watch unlimited football like me you like the pardon my take guys just like random strangers who do nothing on sunday and some former players and former players from one o'clock to 8 20 and that's all we do uh our guy um scott hansen chris hansen yes both of them on the competition committee make the competition committee different don't yes. make it these people yep and literally make it like a couple like the a couple dudes sitting in a room that's at a bar. That's who should be reviewing penalties. Just like, all right, watch this real quick. Did he catch it? Yep. I, I want the competition committee to be uh, every guy sitting at the bar at happy hour at, after they got off at 4 p.m. at a local PJ Wellahans. Yes. That's all I think the commission competition yep. committee should be. Not the owner of the Giants. And Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee, yeah. He's on He's on my uh gold standard committee oh 100 yeah it, it's just he's so out of touch i i'm just i'm so interested because it's such a fine line of what's celebrating and what's taunting yeah yeah like the guy the other day who like flexes muscles and that was a taunt and it's like yeah that, that happens on like every single first down so we're just gonna call that on every single first down now and I and that so. that guy who legitimately may have like changed the course of his life with that run by like possibly yes. making the team and then yes. you're taking that away from him because mm-hmm. he went like this because he's so excited because he just thought maybe that just helped me make the team and this is going to change my life and my children's life and maybe their children's life. But no, I flexed yeah, because I got excited and now I now I'm going to live in a cardboard box because of you. That is the most excitement move of all time when you don't even do the the gun ups uh yep. flex you just go like this with your arms yes. in front of you and just flex your whole body yeah. i've seen kids doing that during beer pong games it's yes. not anything malicious at all let it do it let, let you, them do it it's fun. it's kind of like when you got in the mri machine and you had to immediately sneeze like your brain just it just happens like he's I excited and he's just like yes i flex more than that guy did when i was in the machine because exactly I, told me to stay still and, I, and then i was freaking out Oh, God, him, Walt Anderson, all of you, just fucking go away. Yeah, shut up. 
Um, and also one last point to cap it, and then we'll get into our next thing. Um, there have been a lot of reports and there was an athletic article this week about how inept the giants look in training camp. So, I mean, if you guys were good, you wouldn't have to worry about being taunted, but you've sucked. I think but, you've won the division once in this past decade. So maybe if you actually won, you would have to worry about people taunting you. But, but the Eagles didn't try hard. Yeah. Yeah. We're the disgrace to the game. They didn't, they didn't try hard to win the game, but With the six and 10 team had a problem. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I hope they. I can't I hope wait. They to are play a complete them. disaster. This is probably bad for the brand, the Birds vs. Boys brand. But I'm way more excited to play them. I I just want to kick their ass. No, anybody else? Like we get smoked by the Falcons. Uh-huh. We could have the Falcons lead a 28 to three comeback against us. It will slightly bother me, but not as much as losing to the Giants this year. I don't think you're going to lose to the Giants this year, but I hope. I hope not. God, I hope not. <laughs> Um, otherwise, we're gonna have, I can't wait to have Lance Meadow on. We should have Lance oh. on to talk about this, actually. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where he would fall. But... Yeah, he would probably be. He he would stay right in the middle, and he'll give us a, a, a reasoning on both sides. Yes. I yes. hear where you're coming from, fellas, and I appreciate it, and this is why you're right. But this is why you're completely wrong, and he'll that's do it in the nicest need, way ever. That's why we need him on from time to time, because he reigns us in. Yeah, he we resets us. We get all fired us. up, and then he reigns us in. He's the reset button. He's the reset button for this show. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so the Giants inept, but there yeah. are a lot of teams. You ready to do the TikTok? I am. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've been cruising. I don't think I have anything else really to go over. Um, I don't Cowboys wise, do NFL wise. Let me see if we had anything else. Um, no. I, oh, one last thing. Uh, Jalen huh. Reggers catch made it to TMZ, which I, found I saw hilarious. that. I saw that Just, uh, of all places. It's like, you know, like it's one thing it makes a bleach report, ESPN, like House of Hoops highlights, yep. whatever. TMZ. They probably went from like Kim and Kanye have divorced for the seventh time, and he will now be uh, doing Donda release party three at the Mercedes Benz Stadium this week. Also, look at Jalen Rager's catch, man. <laughs> has that released yet? The Donda thing? No, no, it has not. So, like, I don't understand. Like, it just he just says it's going to and then just never does. He never finishes it. Like the first, the first release party. I'll, I'll show it here to <laughs> keep that tweet up, Vince. Um, it, the first release party at, when I was at Mercedes-Benz Stadium it was like reference tracks. Like the album wasn't done, and then he cleaned it up in the second one. I was like, all right, this sounds like it's done. But I guess so. Like people paid tickets to go, thinking yes. it was done, and then it wasn't. And the first one was like organized, or, or I'm sorry, the first one was like him walking around Mercedes-Benz Stadium. At least the second one, it was like choreographed and like you know it wasn't just a reference track but i guess there's a third one at soldier field justin fields has been balling out so much that they're like we're bringing kanye in. it's just unbelievable but yeah so uh that's the tmz I'm, actually vince can you do this while we're on here can you pull up the tweet before and after so this is their tweet jalen Rager made an absolutely insane one-handed catch during philadelphia eagles practice yeah. uh, move over obj <laughs> I'd love to see what they're to. Oh, they have a lot of tweets. This of is probably a bad idea. I would but like just to look at all the other tweet. tweets that we're going through. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. So this. Let's see what else they tweeted about. Oh, today. that poor guy from the Oakland A's. That that was wild. Oh. Uh, wait, I just saw it, Vince. I just saw it. All right. Oh, um, two no, sports in a row. Two sports in a row. But what? Go down one down. <laughs> Travis Parker enjoys Cabo. Courtney applying the first time since his 2008. Deadly 2000 crash, she survived. Wait, that doesn't make sense. It can't be a deadly crash if you survived. Maybe other people died. Oh, I thought they meant... I, I read it wrong. I thought his deadly crash. And then what's before that? Oh. Too late. But I, that would prove my point. It's just like yes. that making it to TMZ was funny. All right, so, let's get into the TikTok uh, here. Yeah, let's bring Vince in. So we talked about it. I touched on it. The Eagles have been deemed one of these teams we're sleeping on now. So yep. tonight... We are doing uh, something similar to that topic. Um, let's see here what we got. We are doing top five most underrated teams going into the 2021 season. Five down to one. Normal triangle. Five. Yeah. I'm five not giving much analysis on this one for you guys. I'm just kind of giving you my team and take it or leave it. Uh, I have to explain mine a little bit so I don't get roasted, but oh well. I mean, it, it's not like the explanations ever make it into the TikTok anyway. 
As long <laughs> subtweet. Um, through the power of Ed Sheeran, the only thing left in this room behind me, we will we will lead us to victory on this TikTok. Let's take real it away, quick, Ed. Real quick though, that's uh Travis Barker's covered in tattoos because he was like burned his entire body from that plane crash. Really? I had no idea. Yeah. I, I heard not this, know I forget where I heard the story before. It was him and like two other dudes, I think, in like a small plane, and they were like pulling people out. It's like a crazy story. Yeah, I so, I also did no desire to go in a small plane. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Okay. So I didn't I didn't know about any of that. Yeah, I forget who else was in the plane and who died, but it was I think it was like just him and one other guy lived. It was it was like crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I, I no, I didn't know the tattoos were for that too. But he is like totally covered in tattoos. That would be the way to go. He may have already had them and like fixed them up to cover the burns or something, but like I think there was some story like he got covered in jet fuel while he was pulling people out, so he like got set on fire. Yeah. I could be completely wrong though. I'm gonna we're definitely gonna look this up after yep. the show. I checked All the right. TMZ article and it didn't have anything about the plane crash. It was just about him and Courtney. Of course yeah, it was. I, yeah, it's not exactly hard hitting journalism there on TMZ. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so Ed, or, or, I'm sorry, Vince, in the TikToks, please put me and Ed Sheeran uh, as one team. Okay. Him and I back there. All right. So at five, I have the Broncos. I think they have a serious problem at quarterback, but everywhere else, I think those wide receivers take the next step this year. And uh, Von Miller will be back as well. Five for me. Aiden's not going to like this because I think he hates them, but it's the Las Vegas Raiders. I think they have a chance to be actually pretty good this year. Derek Carr could lead them not saying that they're going to win the super bowl but i think they could be better than anybody expects uh number five i have the rams uh people forget they were in the super bowl like three years ago and not much has changed on the fact that they got a much better quarterback so i think this team it's a tough division that they're in but i think this is a dramatically improved football team just from the quarterback see i, I don't i don't i think they could be in the super bowl this year so i don't think mm-hmm. they're underrated I would maybe they are underrated because they didn't make the playoffs last year. Now they're yeah. Super Bowl contenders this year, but people might be sleeping on them from you know they're not realizing it. What the the significant upgrade that they made? True. Yeah, it's more people sleeping on Matt Stafford than the Rams. That's true. Yeah. All right. I uh, at four. I have the Panthers because this is just what Matt Rule does. He builds programs up uh, on the contingency that they realize that PJ Walker is the best quarterback on that team. <laughs> Uh, four for me is the Arizona Cardinals. I think this team could take the next step. They are in an unbelievably hard division, um, but I think they have the pieces around Kyler to be a very, very good team. Number four, I have the Washington football team. Uh, they have uh, maybe the best defense in the league, and they have Mr. Not going to lose you a game, not going to win you a game, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They got some pretty good receivers. I think their offense is good enough to score them some points, and their defense is definitely good enough to not give up points. Uh, I think if it's not the Cowboys, it's the football teams that win the division. It's definitely not the Giants. And barring the, some miracle from Philadelphia, I think the football team is a pretty good chance to win the division. 100%. Not going to win you a game, not going to lose you a game. Uh, that's kind of all you need as a quarterback in the NFC East. Yep. But speaking of the NFC East, at three, I have the Eagles. I think uh, one of the biggest problems last year, and people forget this, is the O-line was so unhealthy. They were missing two All-Pros. They get Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson back. That's going to be huge. So at three, I have the Eagles. Three for me, I have the Chicago Bears. I think Justin Fields has a chance to be a very special player. That's if they don't start Andy Dalton. Um, the defense is really, really good. Um, we kind of forget about Khalil Mack. I think they have a chance to be the, the bears of old, like the, the eighties bears with that kind of defense. And then the offense doesn't have to score that many points. They could just, you know, have a rookie quarterback, hand the ball off, throw here, run here, win the game 20 to 14. I think they're going to be old school bears. God, they play some boring fucking football, don't they? <laughs> but I love it. Uh, number three, I have the Panthers. Uh, like Aiden said, Matt Rule's just a winner, I guess. But you know, Christian McCaffrey's coming back. Uh, 
they have our guy Colin Thompson, weapon. <laughs> uh, killing the yeah, podcast game too, by the way. He is. He had Adam Shepard. Yeah, yeah, and I'll talk to you guys about that after. But uh, yeah, so the Panthers, uh, they upgraded a quarterback. Uh, I know Aiden thinks that PJ Walker's the guy. They did. I they think, signed PJ Walker. Yeah, but I, I, honestly, I think Sam Darnold. You know, the Jets suck. I don't think it's his fault that they were bad. I think if they plug a good quarterback in, Christian McCaffrey, it's a good team. I think so too. All right, at two, I have the Ravens. Now they're not the most underrated team. They were a playoff team a year ago, but I think there's a lot of hype around like a Cleveland Browns Super Bowl run. And I'm not so sure that they win the division. I think the Ravens could easily win that division there and be better than Pittsburgh as well. Uh, two for me, I have the Panthers for all the reasons you both said. Try if they me. remember that P.J. Walker is the best quarterback on the team. Thank you. Which, uh, which XFL team was he the quarterback of? Houston the... Roughnecks, baby. Gotcha. That's I the jersey I should get. Yes, you should. Oh, my God, that would be. I don't know if it was like the Guardians or uh, the Savannah Bananas. I wasn't sure who. Savannah Bananas are the best team in sports They're right awesome. now. Yeah, I, I want to go so bad. Me too. I, to, I was on the website buying a hat the other night. <laughs> um, number two, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I know that, you know, they just lost the Super Bowl, so people might be low on them. But honestly, you know, I, th- I don't think Patrick Mahomes is as bad as people say he is. I think he, I think just because he lost the Super Bowl, he's still a good quarterback. He's got a few years left on that contract. So he really wants to play it out. And then they have a, they have a couple of weapons on offense too. And then their coach is all right. So I think I think they have what it takes to bounce back from that rough season they had last year. Yeah, we'll see. Yep, possibly. All right, coming in at one, I have the 49ers. They were injury-riddled last year, including George Kittle, Debo Samuel. Um, it really doesn't matter to me who they play at quarterback, whether it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance. I think they'll be good either way. I think they'll be right in the mix of things in the NFC West. I love that. I was I, I love how they run their organization. I did a project yep. on them in college a couple years ago, and it's just like, what was the dude's name? Like He got a couple like, years ago. bit of trouble. And <laughs> I was a, not a senior in college less than three years ago. Um, they uh, what was the dude's name? He was like in some kind of domestic dispute. They didn't even wait for the like, they caught him immediately. Like they just they, the way they run their organization, they just bring in people they like. They bring in smart people. Like it's just a well-run organization. Mm-hmm. Shout out the 49ers. Shout out Chase Senior covering the 49ers. Um, so one for me is the Chargers. I think the Chargers have a chance to be such a good team this year. Justin Herbert is going to absolutely ball out. Eckler has a chance to be, I think, a top five, top ten type running back. Derwin James is healthy. He's a difference maker. I just, Bosa, they have all the pieces. They have a new coaching staff. Can they put it all together? Yes, they're in that division with that very underrated team, the Chiefs, but I think they have a chance to compete. Uh, number one, I have the New York Jets. Don't get me wrong. They're very bad, but they're not as bad as people are making them out to be. We should stop being so mean about them. They can't be as bad as we say they are. So for that reason, they're underrated. Bad. Checks out. Very bad. At least the logic checks out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was the TikTok of the night. Um, I've got nothing left. You got anything left? No, I think I'm good. Uh, we made the most of it for b- being in two different locations for the for this one. But uh, oh, I do have one. With... Hashtag free branded sports. Oh yes, if you're looking for the if you're looking for the podcast on branded sports Twitter, well, it will not be there. <laughs> Twitter, uh, Twitter is the wild west, and then it comes to copyright, and they're like, no, nope. twenty five years in prison, death. It's like Taliban. Sure, come on in. ISIS, why not? The fucking uh, Shiite from Iran? Absolutely. Here you go. You can have two Twitters. Branded Sports maybe played three seconds of music by accident. Um, life in prison. Life in prison. So, yeah, if you're looking, follow Birds vs. Voice Pod on Twitter because yep. that's where you're going to need to find the show. <laughs> or follow me, KMS22, Aiden's around. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get this, all of this stuff 
out to you. It'll still be on Spotify, YouTube. Go to our, our link tree thing. That's where you can find everything. But yeah, uh, branded underscore sports is currently uh, suspended. There's there's never been a better time to subscribe on Apple Music or Apple Podcast because uh, you're not going to be able to get through a Twitter link anytime soon. We are on the uh, on the verge of announcing two very big things happening for branded sports. Mm-hmm. Um, this football season coming up, and then all of a sudden, um, there's bam. no account to announce them on. <laughs> so Freaking uh, Twitter, man, working with real. working with our our lawyers on retainer to try and fix and remedy the situation. So hopefully situation. I've, gets I've got positive vibes. I think we'll be fine, but yeah, I think, I think we just ideal. need to, if I have to do the walk of walk of attainment, I will do it. <laughs> yeah. I th- uh, it's uh, yeah. Just kind of funny. Uh, yeah. What a day. What a day. Suspended MRI machine, everything. What a time. What a life. Uh, all right. Well, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you to our sponsor, State Side of Vodka and Branded Sport, the, the Twitterless Branded Sports. We'll be back uh, next week. This was KMS, Aiden, Vince, and Ed Sheeran. Signing off. Signing off. Chris Hansen here, and I'm going to need you all to take a seat right over there and check out Birds vs. Boys. I think you're completely right here, and I hate it. Yeah. Hey, idiots. Stop doing dumb things. I got two phones. Upside alert. Upside alert. I might go insane. I think you're already there. There's no hope. Hope is gone. If this was an AFC North podcast, we'd be done in 15 minutes. Bob Hope. I'm going to drink bleach. Be the team you promised me you were going to be this year. This is the Consciously Hopeful podcast. I'll be watching.